Check, check. This is Tad Fongle. <laughs> hey, audience. This is the Herald of Modcast, and this is We Talk Dead. Mid-season finale, season seven, episode 708, Hearts Still Beating. And fun fact, this episode was actually filmed in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. That'd be cool if it was, though. I do complain about how... I wish they would go north. They went north, and then now they're back. It only <laughs> took one episode. Very good, very good uh, filmmaking here. Yeah, well, television making. <laughs> a lot happens in the mid-season finale. So much. Yep, they had a cameo from Groot from <laughs> Raccoon. No, they didn't. From the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Groot. I don't remember that. Groot was there. Mm-hmm. Was that in the swamp mm-hmm. with the swamp walkers? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. That's who that, that mysterious character is. It's Groot. Oh, the boots? Boots okay. on the ground. We'll call him Boots on the Ground. <laughs> Everybody's boots... asking who Boots on the Ground is. And it's like, Boots on the Ground, there was never an incident of Boots on the Ground in the comic, at least at, in this time period. So this is truly a mysterious character. Yeah, I mean, unless they... F- like fast forwarded to a character that's later in the series of comics and they're mm. introducing him now uh or it's a character that we thought was dead and they're maybe he's that's what i was thinking it could be or a character we haven't seen in a while or i don't know but who would that be let's think about that who could, could be, that be could be beth i <laughs> know <laughs> it could be what's his name the governor um, no the everybody talks a lot about what happened to the Hispanic guy and his family. In oh yeah, one. that that's. I mean, he could be on his own and gone crazy. That would be a. Real That'd be a stretch. stretch. That'd yeah. be like what the fuck, dude? You're still alive? Holy shit! I don't know who else is still out there that it could be. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Beth. We have to think about that. It's not Beth. Maybe, that's dead. We saw her get shot in the head. It's probably Tyrese then. Uh no, he's also dead. Is it Sadly. Sasha? No, she's alive. And what about Maggie? <sighs> Maybe it's Jesus's brother, like Jesus. <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he's like Mexican. <laughs> That'd be funny. Well, let's break this down. So, uh, lots going on. Uh, we we are we start the episode with Maggie and Greg, and Maggie's like looking, watch, looking out over the hilltop, and yeah. Gregory comes up to her and says, "A lot of people are saying you're really pretty cool," and she's like, "Oh, are people saying that? Yeah. Well, you know that you saved." You saved us, but uh, don't get, don't let that get to your head. It's like, dude, she she did save you. Yeah, fuck she her. saved you. Yeah, what is? Don't let it get to your head. Yeah, it's like the words of a threatened man. Well, and she says to him, "Does this bother you?" And he's like, She's, "No, I don't care." Yeah, I uh, mean, no. I gotta say, Maggie cool as a cucumber and really like i mean she's pregnant she yeah. saw her husband's head get bashed in and his well, eye popped out and that's she's... the thing like if you can go through the fire and you don't go insane or crazy you become pretty cool yeah pretty, pretty stoic <laughs> pretty fucking you know like you can hang you, yeah and lead and lead you know she's been through a grip as she lost her dad with a head cut off she lost her, her mom her mom she lost her f- family's farm you her know? sister yeah beth's her sister right yeah yeah she lost her husband she's lost she everything. lost everything yeah you got it. now she's like stepping up and it's like really you'd either go completely insane and fucking become useless yeah or just run into the woods or you'd you know do go the opposite way become sort of like a stoic leader right been through everything so i'm looking forward to seeing 
where that goes with her because clearly she's being positioned. I mean, I- I'm going to guess Gregory's going to get it bad, hopefully, at some um, point. Gregory gets it in a different way, but he does... In the comics. In the comics, but he gets it bad, but it's not from how you... It's not like zombies or Negan. But he, Well, once again, we don't know if they'll follow it, but they tend to follow the comics. Yeah, they do tend to follow the comics. <laughs> uh, so we also go to the kingdom... Uh, sort of. We go to Carol's little breakfast nook. Yeah. <laughs> her little cabin. Her little chalet. <laughs> yeah. Her little cabin in the woods. And Morgan's come to visit her. And then the guy who's one of Ezekiel's right-hand The men, dude, yeah, the guy guy who has gotten the fight with the, you know, at the drop-off and stuff. Right. He comes. I always want to, like, he's frustrating because... He seems like a good guy, but not a good guy. Well, he's a hothead. He's a too. hothead. Yeah, I mean, he's like it's like his intentions are in the right place, but he's such a hothead that you know he could jeopardize everything. He looks like a young Ed O'Neill to me too. <laughs> I always want to call him Al Bundy. Oh, that's funny. I'm just gonna call him Al Bundy. That's fine. So uh, he he comes as Morgan's leaving because Carol is still on this. I want to be alone, like Greta yeah, Garbo. Yeah, but thing. I still want like supplies, and I like taking their fruits. And yeah, vegetables. I'll take your fruits and veggies, but just leave me alone. And with I like my fire and my nice house. And yeah. what are you like a hobbit? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Bilbo Carol? Baggins? I'm kind of over her shit right now. We and like you said when we were watching the episode, we've been saying that for a month. Yeah, since we last saw them, people were complaining about that on the internet. I don't blame them. It's like you give introduce this whole new storyline for the kingdom and Ezekiel, and then we don't see anything from them for yeah. over a month, like yeah. five episodes. And then at the very last episode, they cram everything in. And we still don't see it. We don't see Ezekiel. We just see El Carol, Bundy. yeah, and, and uh, Morgan and Bundy. Right. And so he comes as Morgan's leaving because Carol shoes him out the door yeah. like she does. And he says, look, I want to talk to you guys. We have to fight the... Sa-. He basically says, you know, the saviors are... We've yeah. got to take them down now before something unpredictable happens. Or things go south, you know. You know, it's only a matter of time before Negan, you know, just welches on the agreement. Or and he knows. will. He, he will if yeah. he wants to. Yeah, it's the thing. It's all up to his desire. His whim. His whim. The whim of a madman. Yeah. <laughs> we just watch Speed again. Oh, yeah. And Dennis Hopper says that. Yeah, he does, doesn't it's he? so awesome. He's I love awesome that movie. That. He's like fucking 90s Hannibal Lecter. The whim of a madman. Uh, so they both reject him. Carol in her shitty way of... I don't want anything to do with this. I don't, I don't. And, and he sort of makes reference to the fact that she can't fight. And Morgan's like, she's the best fighter here. Of all of us. And yeah, he's, and he's like, well, then it's time to fight. She's like, no, you don't understand. I don't want anything to do with you or them. I just want to be alone. Well, it's like, yeah. you don't get that luxury, Carol. Especially I know. if you're going to like live off the food. And, uh, you know, if you really want to be alone, like go fuck off into the forest. You right. Know? But if you're going to like sort of have one foot in, one foot out, like, Eventually, you're going to have to choose like a hard choice. She know? will. You know that's coming. Yeah. Maybe she'll somehow, maybe she'll be sacrificed. I don't know. They love to do that. But uh, do. Morgan do. is doing his 
hey, I'm not going to break the peace thing. That was his thing. Yeah. yeah. Like we have peace here. And, you know, even if it's a shaky agreement, I'm not going to be the cause of breaking the peace and yeah. having us all go to war. We're, he's like, you know, people will die if we do this with the Savior. So right. that's what Norman uh, Morgan's thing was. It's like, I don't want people to just start dying because uh, because we decided to shoot first. We started, you know, because right. they in, in, in engage them first. And that's what the guy was saying. It's like, we have to strike first. Like, forget, yeah. you know, forget planning. Like, we got to do it now before it's too late. What were you saying about Morgan? Because we were talking about how Morgan's all, but like he has to, oh, he, the character, Lenny James actually commented that he's like the Hulk. His character is yeah. like Bruce Banner is to the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a pretty cool comparison. I bet that helped made his like acting just choices a lot easier because mm. like we said in clear he's like a feral dog where he'll kill anybody yeah he's gonna kill rick he would kill anyone that comes he had all the booby traps set up all this oh and clear and yeah clear and then like all the, all the ammunition stored and all the booby traps and the walkers and you know he's willing to like just take rick's head off he doesn't right. like he didn't even recognize him you know yeah and so morgan's basically saying like that's the hulk and the, so morgan's trying to remain bruce banner and i think he doesn't want to toy with that side of him because he's right. afraid that he'll lose all control i think it's more like it's a great self, comparison self yeah preservation thing as much as it is like oh i just want peace right like you know yeah I, I want peace but at the same time like if i let that guy out of his cage again yeah i might not be able to come back ever again it's true and i might just die too might get killed well and like his sensei uh john uh, carroll lynch john Car- who's freaking like the, the best. greatest actor yeah, he's ever so amazing yeah, that guy's awesome. when he he becomes his master and teaches him the ways of the stick mm-hmm. he, we found that he was also the hulk because he went crazy and, and yeah be, yeah he took street justice or whatever yeah. and killed that guy which happens in the die. apocalypse yeah it uh, sure does well so back at alexandria Rick is not back yet. Him and Aaron are trying to navigate the swamp, swamp. <laughs> yeah, to get supplies. And there's all these walkers. That's actually a really cool sequence. And we're, and, it was cool. And it was cool to have walkers again because we get so far away from them with all the evil people. Yeah, we don't really get a lot of sort of walker on people action it's usually just they're you know tied up at negan's base or that thing with michonne where she sort of piles up the walkers Mm. you know does a trap but actually like trying to traverse through walkers like remember that whole it was season five or they had to lead that pack of walkers like that was intense yeah you know and it was in that gorge or whatever yeah full of walkers you know so we haven't really seen a lot of like engaging walkers really with them so this was cool i had to get in that bullet riddled little boat and try to row their way over to the houseboat that was already sort of sinking right and of course problems well yeah the walkers start latching onto the boat and it's got bullet holes in it so it's filling up with water yeah and the the walkers are all bloated from being in the water for so long yeah Yeah. (laughs) they would just fall apart like even if you like if you like were to fall on one or like push one's skin i feel like the skin would just come off its face and stuff like you've seen that in like forensics and things when they mafia buries guys in the water right their skin just starts to fall off yeah that's true just they would yeah there would be much more sort of just skeletons i think there'd be a lot of skeletons how come we haven't really seen that i mean we've sort of seen it one of the when they get into they finally get into this canoe that's like a good boat yeah there was a canoe and there's a walker in there who's kind of looks she kind of looked like the bite bicycle walker bicycle woman yeah bicycle girl she looked very kind she had like the long hair and kind of skeletal yeah 
I think it'd even be like their top half, whatever's like out of the water yeah. would be bloated and like disfigured and decomposed. But like whatever's in the water might be straight up skeleton. Well, remember the the well walker? Yeah. He they they pull him apart in half. Yeah, from the rope yeah. that he was hanging from because he was so decomposed. Yeah, the water will like just eat and and then you got to finish since they're in like a swamp. There's like bugs and grubs right. and fish that would be feeding on them constantly. Yeah, hmm. you know, which is neither here nor there. I mean, they did it. It was a really cool sequence, and it was cool just to watch them have to fight walkers. Yeah, and survive walkers. Again. And Aaron has a little near death experience yeah he gets pulled into the water i and, thought it was uh, maybe over for him this episode Well, because he gave the like we all gotta live speech. yes we talk about that every that time they all, whenever they do that that sort of philosophy of life speech yeah, like, they die they do they die shortly <laughs> thereafter right usually in the same episode yeah well they tricked us up here yeah they oh did. and we see also before they go in there's all these signs that say, you know, you assholes don't like come yeah. in here, and yeah. then they are using the signs that say assholes on them, and to like you're already poke dead. The yeah, they're using. Yeah, you're them. already dead because well, they're like they're paddles, like makeshift paddles. Yeah, that was to funny. Roll the boat. It was yeah. like some. Like, and then when they get to the boat houseboat, there's that thing that says like, "Yeah, you won, but you still lose," or which something. Which means like that. we don't know yet. And we did see before they went in the water. Boots on the ground. Well, I think boots on the ground was after they left the boat. I oh, thought. was it? Yeah, I think they get their supplies and they're going back to the truck. Okay. And then they see the boots on the ground. And then he follows them because there's a end little sequence at sequence, the very end yeah. of the episode. We find that he's now in, in the mix at, at Alexandria, even. Yeah. So back at Alexandria, but they get a shitload of supplies from that boat to they the do. truck on that little canoe. That would have taken hours. Yeah, that's true. I think. You think they had to make a few trips? They would have to. The boat yeah, it could only hold so much weight. Oh no, no, right? no! They bring the barge over. They do. Yeah, the bar. That whole barge, they float it over because oh. they were taking it directly from that. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that uh, makes more sense. I guess. So back at Alexandria, uh, Negan's still there. Yeah, Negan makes spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Carl's And there. they've got like biscuits. Carl's yeah. making biscuits. He makes spaghetti. They're waiting for Ricky doesn't come. So they that they have and it's uh Olivia. Yeah. And, and Carl there. and Negan sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. Waiting uh, for Rick to come. And meanwhile, uh Rosita's having a come to Jesus with Gabriel in the church talking about the bullet and wanting to kill him and he's basically saying don't do it he we got it gabriel's now kind of a sound character he's kind of a player now he's yeah. kind of a key player he's not like a freaking hindrance no no he's like sort of become hip to everything he's smart he knows how to play the game mm-hmm. in the way that he can do it he's mm-hmm. not like a fighter but he knows how to manipulate people he and, manipulated negan yeah right away. and he's willing to fight he's willing to like you know go be on watch and stuff yeah too, you know so he's sort of come around i've actually earned a little more respect for gabriel now since the when he was first introduced right you know especially since then but uh yeah he is trying to talk her out of it yeah you know? and and very reasonably i mean he's basically yep. saying you know we have to find our time and make our time you can't just one bullet go right do this you just... why do you have to die too you'll die too and oh that's what well, she... as long as i take him out first it's worth it yeah oh, but then everybody mission. else will die i mean so it's, it starts it's... a war you know and what if you don't succeed which right. is what we find out later and so... then spencer Spencer's on Stupid his little Spencer kick. Stupid Spencer does yep. a whole freaking Ellis from Die Hard move 
yeah. where he goes. He's like, I could talk to Negan. I'm going to talk to him and work something out. I'm slick. And uh, he puts on a nice outfit and brings over a bottle of something. Like whiskey or scotch. And they sit on the porch. And they're drinking the scotch. Well, and also, we should say he has that conversation with Rosita before he goes over. Oh, yeah. About why like, they didn't work out together. And that's actually a conversation that he has with Andrea in the comics. Oh, she's still alive. She's still alive, right. Yeah. And they, they were an item. The two of them, okay. Spencer and uh, Andrea, until she sees that Spencer's kind of a coward and she's and a turncoat, you know. But Rosita basically says, "I used you," but then she agrees to have dinner with him, yeah, which, which is, is weird. weird. Yeah, it was kind of like. And okay. he, Spencer also has this like little interaction with one of Negan's women that's there, soldier women. He does. She kind of flirts with them. She does. Yeah. Oh, the one that's like guarding the house. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's like. East Indian or Hispanic? No, 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 or... no. The blonde one with oh, the tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't seen. That was the first episode we saw her. Yeah, and she sort of flirts with him, and they have like a, their little flirt on. And yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. so she, he so he goes. He sits down with Negan, and I mean, you can almost just like if you've freaking watched The Departed or seen Die Hard, you know where this is going. Bad guys don't like rats. No, bad guys hate rats. <laughs> bad guys know you know what bad guys do to rats. Yeah. And like disloyal soldiers and stuff. Right. You know, and Negan like snuffed him out like very quickly. Well, of course, as he does. And he's, yeah, Negan's pretty slick, man. Negan's savvy. You know what I mean? Like he's psycho, but he's not stupid. But he plays it out very theatrically. Exactly. They play pool out in Alexandria because Spencer tells him there's a pool table in one of the houses. He's like, why would we want to do that in some crummy garage? Let's. Bring it out to the middle of the street. Like but then everyone gathers, which I thought, I, I they didn't really talk about that. Like, did he send out a an message. event flyer yeah, and say, right. hey, come watch our pool tournament? Because it, I thought it was interesting that everybody, I mean, then I, immediately what went into my head was, well, he likes an audience for his kills. Yeah. And the, what went into my mind was there's a scene at the Savior's compound where Negan plays ping pong and he like, uh. beats everybody and it's in front of an audience and he's like beating Dwight. I don't know, I'm sure if he's like letting Dwight lose or Dwight's uh-huh. letting him win or whatever. But yeah, there's, I don't know if this was sort of to liken or to hearken back to that mm, section of okay. the comic because it is sort of like, yeah, they're playing pool and there's this big audience. There's like in the comic, they're playing ping pong. Right. Except it's not with Spencer. And actually in the comic, they're not playing anything. They're just on the porch. That the whole, that whole sequence where he ends up gutting them and stuff, mm-hmm. it, all, it all happens on that porch, like where they're sitting and drinking right. whiskey. So there's no pool table in the Well, comics. the pool table was an effective yeah, tool for, the, cool. for TV. And, and yes, he ends up literally gutting him yeah i wasn't sure how close they were gonna stay to that and uh, wow they really fucking stayed they, he close. pulls his guts out yeah Spencer dies in the street with his guts out uh, of his and he's body. still alive seeing yeah. his guts like holding his guts coming out of his body yeah and when he picked up uh he can picks up lucia i thought he was gonna bash his head in and like end it but he doesn't even he goes look yeah. he did have guts after all here i thought you were gutless and nope, there they were the whole time. And that's in the comic. Right. That, that line, which is funny. Well, and then Rosita takes her moment and she shoots. With her one bullet. They go to commercial with her one stupid bullet. Go to commercial, come back, and she's shipped Lucille, well, not Negan. The bullet's in Lucille. Oh. Yeah, it's like just stuck in Lucille. In, in the comic, there's a scene where I think Andrea shoots at 
Negan and she takes a piece off Lucille, mm. but it's later once they've actually started the war. Oh, okay. And we forgot, we should say that Spencer was trying to get Negan to kill Rick. Right. Like, we didn't, like, that's how he's a turncoat. Yeah. Like, that's why Negan was like, I don't like. Oh, he's never liked Rick. Royal soldiers. Yeah, he said that too. He's like, my mom died because Rick showed up and Rick's not going to turn on you, Negan. And he's like, well, if you want to be leader so bad, why don't you just go kill Rick? And yeah. become leader. He's like, I think you just want me to do your dirty work. Yeah. He's like, I don't like r- dirty work, or I don't like I do. I do my own dirty work. Don't whatever, like whatever. Rats. Yeah. And so yeah, and then Rosita shoots and hits Lucille, which to me I feel like would have been instant death for Rosita, which in- was stupid. Yeah, but he has sh- the way they've done it in the TV series, at least, is he doesn't kill the one who acts out. No. He kills one of the friends. That's kind of his Suffers, tactic. Yeah. yeah. That, and that's a clever, demented, depraved tactic. But yeah, and that's what happens. Because he cuts her face because he wants to know who made the bullet. Like he just put yeah. it together that someone made this bullet. And she says it was her. And then Tara says it was her. Yeah. Finally, Eugene speaks up and he's well, like after crying. after Olivia gets shot in the head. Yeah. We forgot to mention that part. Because what's his name? She's, he's, Negan says to the, one of the hench girls or people you know like kill somebody and we weren't you're like oh fuck who's it gonna be i know it was just boom to the head olivia on the porch i kind of figured it was gonna be olivia i i didn't think she was long for that world no no she was having a rough go (laughs) and uh they weren't gonna kill carl or gabriel or rosita and that's the thing because like rosita it would have been weird if they kill rosita here because her death is like pretty epic in the comic well don't say i'm not gonna say i'm just saying like she doesn't die this early yeah but she does die and it's pretty epic hmm. it's pretty gory thanks for that spoiler that's a small spoiler <laughs> everyone <laughs> well dies and also we don't know death. we don't know what's gonna happen on the tv series no it's gonna be the same or not it's not really that much of a spoiler because everybody dies a horrific that's death true. <laughs> nobody just goes peacefully into the night you know so but what i mean so it was really stupid what she did it was very hothead i mean she just got very emotional and just yeah. was like you know, and she had a little thing with Spencer. Which was weird because before that, they were really at odds. Yeah. They didn't like each other. So it's like they almost wrote in that last dialogue between them so that she would act out. Because I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I didn't we buy would, that exactly. Right. Well, I don't know if we would have bought it if they hadn't been like, yeah, let's get dinner. Yeah, we'll go to Shay J's and we'll get dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just, it was the emotion of she's got a bottled up anger period still yeah she's still she wants to to get this because of abraham yeah so to see him take out another person and then two people olivia and then she should have just walked closer to him she would have gotten him in the head yeah Yeah. who cares walk up and like pretend you're gonna kiss him and i mean i don't know what would happen if someone shot him would the uh, would the saviors kill everybody i think they would open fire probably but they wouldn't know what to do necessarily who would be instantly second in command oh we should also say that when this is happening rick is back with Aaron and they brought their supplies like they're back in the but they're not at this location No, they're in the front and Aaron's getting the shit kicked out of him because of that stupid sign which I thought was kind of a stretch like you make the sign pussy remember yeah because they find the paper that says you win but you still lose right so you think you're tough writing paper signs yeah, for us to find. Yeah, so they beat him up. They beat the fuck out of Aaron. And they said that that day was like 140 degrees on the pavement or something, remember? Oh, for yeah, shooting. for and shooting. And the Talking Dead, they were saying that. Was like, And he spent a lot of time on that pavement getting beat up. Aww. So I'm sure he was hot as fuck. You know. See, if they moved the shooting up north, yeah. we could go to Michigan. Yeah, Michigan, <laughs> sure. Wisconsin. That's cheap tax breaks Yeah, there. Michigan's super cheap to film. But yeah, so they're getting the shit kicked out of them, and Rick's got a gun to his head, and they got all the supplies, and all, all this is going on, uh, Spencer's getting 
killed and Rosita's trying to kill Negan. And so they don't get to back to Negan, Rick and Aaron until right. after everything's happened. And Negan's like, hey, man, I just saved you. This guy was going to was plotting against you. Your son came and like killed some of my men. I, I brought him home. Brought him home for you. I'm looking out for you, Rick. And then she shot me. Yeah. And he made a bullet. And then and so they take Eugene. They take him. That's what I thought they were going to do. I knew they weren't going to kill him. Yeah. Because they probably want someone who can make bullets. Yeah. And oh yeah. Gonna, Hell gonna, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Right. So that you know, there's that. And um, so yeah, Eugene. Eugene was that was kind of cool. I was wondering if he was going to do it and be like, it was me. And Negan's like, I know, I know it was I you. Believe, well, I he starts you. Say, like doing his nerd, like it was this and the calibrated to this, yeah. and he's like, shut up. I, I believe, believe you. you. Yeah, <laughs> if anyone made a bullet, it wasn't like dumb Tara or like anybody else. Yeah, no, he's smart. He knows what's up. Yeah, man, you can't really fuck with him. I mean, so uh, there's been I've heard from a few people who are saying that uh, they. They're on Negan's side in oh, terms well, of... we haven't talked about Daryl yet, though. Oh, Daryl. Daryl, like, fucking escapes, man. Yeah, that's awesome. And somehow Jesus is there. But we don't know who gave him the key and the note I think that it was says, Dwight. Yeah, I think it was Dwight, too. I think too. Dwight was the one. You know, we could say it's Dwight's girlfriend, but I think it was no, Dwight, No, I think you're right. Man. I think Dwight's plotting... Well, and that's Dwight gonna wasn't be their there. Key. Dwight wasn't even at the as an, wasn't at Alexandria yeah. for any of that shit. And I think that is the key. And to be honest, I've already read the comic. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I mean, but that you know, there's no Daryl in the comic. But yeah, so Daryl's escape was pretty cool though, because he finds a guy's room and he changes his clothes and he eats a bunch of peanut butter. Yeah, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he like hides and he goes to that like back to that motorcycle place and like that fat Joey guy would, comes upon him and he's all like, "Oh, I'm cool, man. I'm just trying to survive like you, man. And I don't want any problems. You yeah, want, you want the rest of my." Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then so he's gonna let Daryl go, and Daryl's like, "Wait, hold on a sec. I'm just gonna smash your fucking brains in." Yeah, he and went he all does. Negan on. He him. went Negan on him, and then you see that Joey's got a gun in his belt, and so he was clearly gonna let Daryl yeah, turn his no back. Way he was, gonna he was let shooting him, go. him in the back. Yeah, and, and conveniently, Jesus sort of strolls in, like, "Whoa, what, Daryl? Daryl? What are you Darryl's doing?" Daryl's kind of like a wild animal. Yeah, and so Daryl gets the bike, and I guess him and Jesus escape. I think it's just kind of funny that Jesus came upon him at that very moment. Yeah, like, okay. and also, and I, well, we'll get to this in a minute with the ending, but Daryl gives something to Rick that I'm wondering how he obtained. Yeah, when was that obtained? <laughs> yeah, and so so basically, so we're caught up with Daryl. Uh, Negan fucks off with Eugene and all of their supplies. They take everything that Rick got from the boat. And then Michonne, we should say that Michonne was out with the woman oh, in yeah. the car. Yeah, yeah. God, a lot happened in this episode. Yep. So she's strolling down the highway with this woman going to Negan's camp. And she basically, she takes her there and she sees how huge it is. The camp is, yeah, we see it from the bird's eye and we you, know, you realize how many people he has and stuff and she ends up he michonne ends up killing her which is kind of surprising which is surprising too because i like missed that part i was like oh, in the you bathroom did? or on the phone or something <laughs> like she killed her i don't even remember yeah that. she didn't let her go i mean she couldn't did what she, she gonna shoot do? her in the car and then Shoots, leave the yeah. car or so so she just wanted to see the compound she just wanted to be brought to the compound well i think once she sees it she realizes how fucking out she's of like shit i i can't go do in this there. yeah uh, i gotta alone. go back and talk to him but when she does go back she has this heart to heart with Rick. Yeah. Now we on on Talking Dead, Robert Kirkman talked about it and and sort of validated the idea that Michonne talks Rick into becoming a fighter again. I dispute that. I think Rick 
was devastated. He was down, but I mm-hmm. think he had already come. I think after this last Negan thing, he had come to the "I'm ready to fight." I'm ready to fight again? Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. I don't think he needed to be talked into it that tough. I mean, it's cool that they had their you know hug and kiss and like we can do this yeah. thing, but I don't think it was a full like Michonne like I got it, we got it, I got to convince you to do this. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm sure it helped that he knows he has her support. Yep. And, you know, he has the support of his team, and they are a team. They've been through so much together, but it's hard to say that, like... Well, and she says that in her speech. She talks about the improbable odds of them being alive still. And then she has important intel. The fact that she knows the layout of the compound, and and Jesus does, too. And Jesus does, and Carl does. Yeah. You know, and Carl's back. And Daryl does. Yeah, so they've got some insides, you know. Yeah. And now they have... uh, uh, they go back to what's it called? They go to they, uh, well, the it's a great scene because uh, Maggie's on top of the hilltop gate, looking out, and she smiles, and you don't know who's going to come in. You're sort of who's going to be. We thought it was and Darryl. it's Rick and Rosita and Sasha and Carl, and it's all of them and Michonne and Michonne, and they all come in and they hug Maggie and they have this nice scene with her and, and then, then who comes around the corner daryl and jesus and then the greatest hug ever brotherly hug rick and uh daryl and then they kissed <laughs> and i was like whoa hello bing bong hello they totally like make french that there's actually that clip on our our facebook page if you go to uh uh, our Facebook page, uh, you'll see it. It's cool. And we also did this very cool tribute video to all the comebacks on Walking Dead. Which there have been many at now. Where, you know, sort of like things look bad, but remember this, remember this. Yeah, Memba. Memba. And uh, if you go to the com podcast, you can watch the video. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. fun. And there's also a couple scenes from the mid-season finale in that as well. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So it ends with them reuniting, and then we talked about Daryl gives Rick his Colt Python, his gun that's got him through all of the trials and troubles. Which is a great shot, a great scene, a great moment, but how did he get it? I don't know. Did he find the armory, and he just took that one (laughs) gun? They had to leave right then. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's a stretch. How yeah, that he, one gun. He, when, if he got Rick's gun, why didn't he get his crossbow? Yeah. Because Dwight uses Dwight it now. Dwight uses it now. I don't know. That was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's, not, it's super schmaltzy, too. Yeah, it was a bit. They, they definitely went long with that. But you know what? Here's the thing. Well, it's sort of like a. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it just that we've been through hell all season. Right. It's been devastating the worst of them all in terms of kicking us in the gut as fans and balls i yeah. felt it in my balls <laughs> well, i don't have balls so did you feel it in your maybe your b-hole <laughs> i felt it i felt it in my b-hole i felt it in my heart how about that in my gut oh. but it was tough it was a tough um season and so i think that this was a uh an effort to give the fans something. Yeah, but I feel like it was so on the wire. Yeah. It's like, thanks, fuckers. <laughs> like, thanks for, you know, you couldn't have done something else. Like, it's literally like right the last scene I of know. the whole mid-season is them like singing Kumbaya. I know. And, and like reunited. Reunited, reunited and yeah. And we're going to fight. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's nice and at least we know that what we're going to get in the, the second half of the season. Well, we clearly are going to get a war faster than we thought which thank god yeah we pro- i projected that it would that that like sort of war wouldn't start until the beginning of season eight uh-huh. but i think it's going to sort of get the wheels in motion by the 
beginning of mid-season seven. Yeah. Because what does he say? Jesus says, like, I think it's time to introduce you to Ezekiel. And that's what happens in the comics. Right. So oh, so we're going to meet Ezekiel. Yeah, there's a scene for the, there's the a preview beginning. that yep. we see Rick and the gang in the theater talking to Ezekiel. Trying to make a case of, like, teaming up. Yeah. You know, because with the Hilltop, Alexandria, and the Kingdom, I mean, that's a force. Yeah. And they all have intel on Negan's compound. Right. And his people and this sort of thing. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a formidable force. And that's cool. We're going to get there by February. We still don't know where Heath is. Heath. Oh, yeah. Where is Heath? We have no idea. Because Heath is still alive at this point in the comic. Well, he's, we he's think still he's probably still alive on the I show. I think he's alive, yeah. And I think w- it's just that dude, he books everything. The, the actor. Oh, yeah. He's in a lot of he's stuff. He's in the new King Kong movie. He's in like a grip oh, of shit. Oh, so they literally just can't get him on the show they, for his schedule? Probably. Wow. I mean, he's in the comic a lot at this point. He's in Alexandria. Yeah, I know. This is why it's a little surprising. He never leaves with Tara. There's I mean, no they, Tara. They did that whole episode with Tara where she meets the like Paradise Island group and well and by the way i still think that they're gonna i mean there's no way they didn't introduce that group with all their weapons to them have them be part of the war no they're they're, gonna be they're gonna and and leave tara alive to be able to tell people about them and to have that episode be a full 60 yeah no so clearly they're gonna factor in the war somehow somehow yeah oh yeah for sure which is fine i mean if they better if you gave us a whole fucking episode i know you better tie this in somehow you stupid yeah yeah um i mean i mean it was a good wrap-up it it brought us our tension back i mean the ratings have been dropping dramatically significantly and it was interesting on uh talking dead last night kirkman big fat kirkman yeah gave us gave a little plug that is so not like him he said everyone's reunited we're all back the gang's back together it's They're going to fight. Yeah. It's fun. Like, he, he never gave, says that. No. He's such a shitter. He's always like, ah, kill them all. I mean, he even said in that episode, yeah. his signature thing of how Daryl sucks. And yeah. they did a, one of their polls of Negan or Daryl. And everybody chose Daryl. Every 91%. 91%. And he's like, ah. And the only reason he's like, Negan all the way is because he's the created Negan. And Daryl's a fictional, like, we're all fictional. Well, yeah, uh, Darabont. T- Darabont created yeah, him. So, of course. And that's like old Kirkman's only like reasoning and yeah. logic is like i made negan daryl's not my creation i could kill him if i want to. i don't <laughs> care my movies These are my comics negan's my character <laughs> well i mean one people will argue though that i mean a lot of people love negan even though he's evil like, well negan's a badass in the comics like i gotta say in the comics he's fucking awesome i mean it's it really ramps up the action in the comics so you don't think he's awesome in the tv show he's awesome yeah i mean they just sort of changed some stuff and yeah, they, can't, they don't. You, can't, you know, they don't can't use as much of the swearing. Like Negan, every other word is the fuck fucking shit. You know, like it's cool in the comic. Yeah, it would make more sense too. I mean, the fact that they can't swear on the show. Well, I'll never forget Once the in episode uh, in Terminus when they're in the box car and mm-hmm. he says they screwed with the wrong group, and it's like, no, that's no. not what he would say. He should have said they like <laughs> they're fluffing <laughs> with the wrong group. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking. That is not what he would. That's not what anyone would say. No, um, you can't get one f bomb on TV. Yeah, Jesus well, it's so ridiculous. Fucking to shit. Me. That's why we do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. like, Motherfucker fucking shit yeah i mean though I, I, the negan what you were saying at last our last episode about how he's always leading and now there's this whole thing called the negan lean like the negan lean yeah because yeah, every other like every time he exclaims something or punctuates something it's <laughs> the with a lean. shoulder dip yeah right, it's me rick 
don't you want to try my spaghetti? Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, man. I mean, it was cool, like, the first three episodes. And then after, it's like, oh, it's like, if you did a drinking game, you'd be fucking shit-faced yeah, by the end of he it. would. The Negan lean. I know. That's yeah, funny. Well, I mean, yeah, it was good. It was uh, definitely... Overall, I was happy with the mid-season finale, I have to say. Yeah, they t- well, yeah, they did that thing. Like they did it more blatantly than ever where they have all this all this open-ended stuff and they sort of tie it all up in a nice little package. Yeah. And they did it real hardcore this I one. I swear to god, I feel like they were directed to do that. To me, uh, the, just watching Kirkman on the show, I talked about that last night. It feels like the TV executives are saying our ratings are slipping, our ratings are slipping. Major too. Yeah. Like major slippage like 20 million viewers from the premiere to that like tara episode that was like the lowest yeah well yeah well yeah no one cares nobody gives a fuck and then then the the episode where negan came back and was negan and carl that brought it up again right of course and i'm sure this boosted it but i mean if i was an executive on amc i'd be like what the fuck is going on yeah we better do something quick and we better like reassure people you know what i mean Right. Kirkman, get your fat ass on Talking Dead <laughs> <laughs> and say like every you know they're back. Come on, <laughs> or you know they'll be he okay. Can, he loves to just he loves to bash, bash his own stuff. Yeah, I mean he's cool in some ways though. Like the whole thing about like the college courses, and he was like, "Don't take a Walking Dead course, you dingle." Oh yeah, they have Walking Dead courses, courses right now in colleges. How can I be the professor of that? I don't know. <laughs> we should do it. <laughs> We're gonna teach the yeah. class. I would just like hit on co-eds. Can I get money for that? <laughs> yeah, me too. Can I get money? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of funny for him to be like, don't take that stupid class. Your parents are paying money for your education. Right. You know, don't learn about me. <laughs> no one should teach you about my stupid comics. That's funny. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Well, so we will not be back with We Talk Dead till February. Yeah. But... Uh, we do talk about Walking Dead in our podcast, and we have stuff on our website to keep you going throughout the season, including lots of videos, which you can go to our website to see. Yeah. And we'll have a Negan Lean webs- uh, video up pretty soon, Pretty too. soon, yeah, yeah, we'll have that. We got Assassin's Creed coming up to review, see how that goes. And Star Wars comes out this Rogue weekend. Rogue One's this weekend. I don't give a fuck about that movie, <laughs> but we were supposed to see it. Our producers yeah. are telling me that we're supposed to see uh, it. Don't shit on it too bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we should. We'll talk about it. And I mean, you know, here's what's kind of cool about it. Hmm. It's they're stealing the plan. They're the guys who steal the plan to the Death Star. Oh, this is the They're the folks that many lives were lost in stealing the plans to the Death Star. Yeah, it's a prequel to episode four. Right. And I heard that there's not going to be a sequel to this film. Like, this is a standalone. Yeah, I know, right? Fuck me. Like, because they're already doing a, like, standalone for the. Oscar Isaac's character. He's yep. getting one. And then they're doing the fucking Boba Fett. Boba Fett. They're doing Han Solo prequel. Like, there's going to be enough. I was talking yeah. about, like, I'm going to have to see a Star Wars movie every year for the rest oh, of my yeah, life. Yeah, Disney has their way. That's what I mean. Are you kidding me? Like, and then, like, my kids and shit, if I ever have kids, <laughs> they have to see right. one every year. And then they have to see all the back cataloged ones. You know, that they've been, of course, because this is what they do, they've been playing episodes one, two, three, four, five, six as a lead up and for, you know, on Jesus. one of the channels, TNT or something like that. And uh, I caught Empire, and I caught some of you know the four, five, six ones. And I, it always frustrates me to watch how he went back and edited those films. Yeah, you can, and I bet you anything in that billion plus dollar deal with Disney, 
there was a stipulation that they were not allowed to ever release the original cuts of the films. Is that true, do you think? I'm guessing because the only way you can see them are on VHS, which I have, thank God. Cool. But I, what am I going to do, hook my VHS player up? Well, I saw this thing. It's like the best quality of those original ones you can get is on Laserdisc. Yeah. Which is hilarious to me. Like, who has a Laserdisc yeah, player? Yeah, nobody. And who has Laserdiscs? But, I mean, some lucky few of us do have the original VHS because the, the worst of them all is A New Hope where he literally puts uh, Jabba the Hutt like into in a scene. With Han Solo. Yes. That and didn't he exist. Didn't exist. And he's not even supposed to be there until uh, Jedi. Jedi. Return of the Jedi. And, yeah. it's, and then there's also scenes in Jedi where he adds additional like singing characters and you can yeah. tell the difference between the CGI and the, the practical, practical stuff and it's the 70s. ridiculous. It's, it's like, so dumb. Yeah. Well, 80s. But, um, 80s. Yeah, 80s. The, why would they do that? It's like, first of all, you've already got all these crazy characters. I mean, Jedi was ridiculous with the little furries I know, and all the characters. And the Ewoks and shit. And, yeah. And so you don't need more. More goofy characters. No. That was his idea to like freshen up the franchise well and in a new hope like it needed it that great scene when they come in with and they say you don't these aren't the droids you're looking for alec guinness mm-hmm. Obi Wan says it and and he's added big characters behind them yeah cgi monsters well that's what they say on south park he's like when we first filmed south park we always wanted giant dewback lizards <laughs> in the background <laughs> we couldn't afford it that's a, this is how it's supposed to look, Ugh. and then the whole Han shot first thing. Yes, that well, God, that's a huge thing. That George Lucas changed it because he thought it was like too aggressive for children or some shit. It's but like, wow, that just shows you the power of fans. Okay, they remember. Think about it. Have we ever been to a con where we don't see a person with the shirt that says Han shot first? Yeah, yeah, no. right. There's that is a, a powerful movement of people who are like, God damn it! They're they're sore, man. That's the thing because fans. That's what they do. They revel in the in the universe. So yeah. to change it like that, little shit stands yeah. out like a fucking sore thumb, and it makes people angry. Yes, especially things that are really relevant. And like George Lucas probably was like, well, it's not that big a deal. It's like it's a huge fucking deal to the diehard fans. I kind of want to get a shirt that says Greedo shot first. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be funny just to piss people yeah, off. And Oh my God. So bad. Like, no, Greedo, man. He's cool, man. He shot first. He's cool. He's a badass assassin. Maybe well, he shot first. And there's a difference between going back to your original movies, fucking with them, and doing what um, Mad Max did. It's different. With, with George um, Miller, Miller did, where instead of going back and redoing, he had a vision that right. he wanted to do for Road Warrior, right. but he couldn't do because the technology wasn't there. So instead of going back and sh- Sticks, right. putting it in there. He made a brilliant brand new movie film. Right. That it's still the universe. Won yeah. Nine Oscars. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, or however many it and won. And it's still Mad Max. It should have won Best Picture, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it's one of those things where it won all of the pre. Uh, preambling Oscars. Editing, production design. Director. No, not no, director. No, it didn't win director or cinematography. That went to The Revenant. But it won like everything it else. It won so many things. Costuming it, and like yes, everything. It was, Effects. Yep. And, yeah. It, it, and then it didn't win Best Picture. It's like, how can you give it all of the... And then they give Spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I mean, don't get drama. me wrong. I love Spotlight, but I'm tired of them giving just dramas. Like, you're talking about Best Picture, all the elements. Right. You that give it all the was Oscars. Flawless. It was incredible. And you got to hand it to the guy. You waited 30 years to make this movie, and he executed it flawlessly. And it, it was yeah. like the vision that he always bigger and badder and fucking 
incredible. You know what I mean? But he didn't go back and fuck with his the original because people still love the Road Warrior, and they're cool movies, man. Yeah. Like that, they're not fucking hack movies. No, you know, yeah, they're they're, they're dated looking, but I like the '80s dated feel. Absolutely, we I all love it. do, I and love we it. all love the dated look of the original Star Wars and, right, and what they had that, to look to work with that. And I feel like it's more important now than ever that look because mm-hmm. we're, we're losing it so much, and we, like they don't make movies like that anymore. So to have those things be how they were originally like you're not going to make them better no people already love them. they're already classics like what do you how do you make a classic better it's like remaking a classic like willy wonka or anything Ugh. it's like it's it's a classic movie yeah you're not going to do anything to it except make it worse how could which you make it did. a better which they did same with alice in wonderland all of those titles there's no originality anymore yeah they're just relying on that's why like the member berries was so on point i know because it's like yeah Remember. everyone everyone just wants star wars over and over and over and over and over and yeah. over and over it's insane drives yes. me insane <laughs> drives me insane too oh one of our you know who's one of our favorites who uh is of the practical god is john carpenter which we keep threatening to do a tribute episode on him oh yeah just a little like retroactive retrospective yeah. thing. yeah sure i mean why not you could do that every week it'd be fun i know i mean they, he's contributed so much i remember the video game the thing for playstation 2 it was so fun and so scary that original movie was so great yeah and there's this element that they incorporate in the game where like you have your men in your sort of like group yeah and you have to watch their f- faces when you press the start button and you have to gauge whether or not they're you think they're infected and like you have to watch them and then you think they're not or and if they get aggravated then you realize they are infected and you have to like kill your buddy and like, really? like you know when they have to do the blood test and the thing so yeah. they, they sort of like tie that into the game and make it like this really intelligent wow. game, gaming element hey and speaking it, of video games Oh, speaking of video games. You went games, to something really cool over the weekend. Yeah, on Sunday I went to a, like a, my first live gaming tournament for Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Wow. And I it was at the Machinima Studios in Burbank and I guess they're f- like shooting a pilot and so I helped. I was just at background uh my friend David was uh directing it. Uh-huh. And uh what they want to do is do like a weekly or monthly tournament for wow. Super Smash Brothers, which is one of the like top like competitive gaming games in the world it's not Mm. league of legends or halo or call of duty or counter-strike but super smash brothers if you don't know what it is it's like all of like the mario okay or nintendo characters that fight like street fighter now they have no way yeah it's like a street fighter game but with mario and bowser and princess peach and now they have mega man they've had like snakes from uh, metal gear saw they have link they have toon link they have princess zelda they have they have the freaking like we fit girl they have like all sorts of characters they have star fox there's like 50 different characters now but you know the grand prize is five thousand dollars oh and someone won in cash at the end of the day in cash in cash yeah it was pretty awesome and all these guys man like they're fucking you know, it's hard. competitive gamers. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, you, I don't know if you can call them straight up athletes, but you can call them like mind leets or mm-hmm. something. Like, they're so fucking zeroed in. Like, I swear to God, out of all those fifty different characters, there's you know maybe twenty guys, and there's brackets. There's probably five characters that they all chose from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything's really whittled down. There, there was like it was Star Fox, this like Meta Knight character, this Sheik character that was from Zelda game, mm-hmm. and then this one guy, uh, the best guy, this guy Zero, who's proportional. The best, ca- the best Smash player in the world. Like he went to Japan and he wins, and he wow. won. He won yesterday. He won it all. Okay, like, he's the guy to beat. No one can really beat him. Nobody beat him that day. Hmm. And to see that, like 
and the stages. They only pick like out of four stages that they actually play on. There's so many levels and that you can choose to play on, and it's like these four different levels, yeah. these four different characters, and they're all, you know, it's everything so refined. Did the players know what stages they're in advance? I think it's the thing where that the loser or the winner gets to choose because okay. you get to choose before you go into play. But I'm not sure how that breaks down. It's usually like a best of three, then then it was a best of five, and then the champion I think was a best of seven, huh. and it was totally like a bracket and i think two guys picked luigi one guy was killing with cool. luigi and one guy got like m- fucking molly with luigi, luigi. <laughs> i know it's funny and star fox is fun too it's cool to watch people actually do well with star fox cool one guy picked donkey kong but really yeah yeah and that then diddy kong the guy game. who wins is, di- is diddy kong you know the, the donkey yeah. kong son character that's awesome yeah yeah it, but man like they're so everything's so refined and so dialed in that and sounds like a lot of fun actually it was it ended up being really fun because i've watched like marvel versus Capcom on the internet and the Street Fighter on on YouTube and this kind of shit just like yeah. a little bit but to see it live you know it seems kind of corny or but it's, it's not a new thing like tournaments live tournaments for gaming I mean I'll tell oh, you awesome. we found this really out too that's where all the freaking money is in the gaming industry well I did I say that it was funny these guys were who were working it they were producers or whatever there was another competition going on across the street on really? the same it's in, in Burbank yeah and they're like we didn't know where we were going it was literally we stepped outside and we're like oh it's right there huh. and they go and it was Halo it, when it was Halo preliminaries for the world championship of Halo 5 yeah and the winner of these preliminaries got $175,000 what and that was going on across the street wow yeah yeah and I was That's gonna go take a look at it shit yeah right and that was just like the prelims for the championship and they said that the champions get 2.2 million you know what, what i mean and this is halo and then i brought oh up my god i brought up league of legends and they're like yeah i don't even believe that shit like the numbers of people that are watching you know league of legends championship beat out the super bowl for more are you views, kidding me? more viewers yes yes in south korea or whatever wow yeah, it's unbelievable such a game that i can't even really understand when i watch it yeah it's, it's not that's like hardcore game. pc gamers i mean that's hardcore, a totally different hardcore. yeah i mean and did you hear will ferrell's coming out with a new movie where he's uh, playing an esports player a oh that's awesome gamer, as like a 50 year old man ah, that's hilarious playing with millennials and that shit. would be funny yeah man i mean it's taking over and i hope this show goes off because smash brothers is fun to watch and i never really got into it because i had playstation when everyone else had nintendo 64 yeah so whenever i'd play with my friends they'd always fucking beat the shit out of me because <laughs> i never got to practice or play oh. it so i like re- i built up a resentment for smash brothers oh, okay i was like fuck smash brothers i suck <laughs> at this game but it is it's really fun to watch you know it sounds really fun and I'm, if I, I think i might get a nintendo product maybe for christmas oh really and learn, how, learn how to play smash brothers oh, just because not to be competitive with it just because you know for fun, for fun. Yeah, well, man. and for those of you who don't know, uh, Jake's got a show called uh, Confessions of a Basement Dweller on the HMC Network. You can go to the website and listen to Check his that episodes. out. Yeah, I'll do a little recap of the day because it was quite a bit of fun. And awesome. I hope it gets picked up as a pilot or whatever they want to do with it. Yeah, that'd know, be cool. Those guys are keyed in, man. I don't care what you, anyone says. Like, those guys are badass. Yeah. They all know each other. Like, it's a circuit. Yeah. You know, they're all like sort of friends, but healthy, healthy competition and right. this type of shit, you know? So, very cool. Very cool. Very, very cool. Well, I think that's it for us, folks. We'll be back with our review of Assassin's Creed and Rogue One 
in yeah. the coming weeks. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And as always, go to the HMCnetwork.com for more podcasts. Yeah, I cool think stuff. my mom will be here by the time we have our next episode. Oh, up. yeah. So maybe we'll have a guest star. We might have a guest star. Yeah. One of my mom's funny characters. <laughs> she's like a fucking radio personality. Yeah, it's she's insane. awesome. It's pretty cool, man. I can't believe it. Anyway. All right. Well, that's it for us on the Herald Modcast. Thanks, folks. See ya, jerks. See ya, jerks. Ha, 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 ha,